Inspired this week by Disney's earnings announcement, got me thinking about the implication to the average everyday entrepreneur running a business. Stay tuned as I talk about what it means to break your business. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher. This is my podcast where basically, basically, once a week, I take a few minutes to share some thoughts for a couple different reasons. I work with entrepreneurs and businesses every day. I manage a portfolio of businesses and come across things that I find interesting, frustrating, and challenging. And I look to share that on this podcast because maybe there is an entrepreneur out there that feels the same way. Like today, for example. Today, I think to myself, man, entrepreneurs really just take it in the face sometimes. Some days are just so brutal that you can't wait for them to be over. Um, So there you go. There's an example of things that I share. But I often, I look to uh, share some thoughts with entrepreneurs because I know it can be a lonely place and sometimes you just want to hear someone say something that is uh, reasonable and practical and uh, maybe even helpful. And so I strive to either put a stone in your shoe or encourage or inspire you to keep going because I think being an entrepreneur is a wonderful gift. I think it's an amazing opportunity. I think it has been since the beginning of time. I think that one of the neat things, interesting things, um, most appealing things about being uh, 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 an entrepreneur is that you can create something out of nothing. Some entrepreneurs just want to run a home-based business. Some entrepreneurs want to run a lifestyle business. Some entrepreneurs have aspirations of changing the world. And so there is such a wide spectrum of what it what an entrepreneur uh, is. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I believe that an entrepreneur is able to create something out of nothing by bringing together people and resources to solve problems out in the marketplace. And uh, this week in particular... I was reading the press releases that came out uh, yesterday regarding Disney's subscription service success. And there's no other way to say it except that they're killing it. I mean, absolutely killing it. They have 100, over, over, I'm sure by the time you listen to this podcast, they have over 100 million streaming subscribers, which to me is crazy because I remember when Disney Plus first came out, um, you know, no one really knew what was going to happen with Disney Plus and whether they would be successful or not. Well, it was announced yesterday that not only are they so, not only have they been successful, they are actually going to be launching a an, another streaming service next year um, that is going to uh, run a bunch of different content that you don't currently see on Disney Plus. So. Uh, not that I'm a news commentator, but I do find the news interesting, and I always look for the little nuggets that might be in there that I can I can learn from and, and do something with as an entrepreneur. And so it was this idea, first of all, if you're as old as I am, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty old, uh, I remember going to a store called Blockbuster, blue and white logo, blue, white, and yellow, I think, or maybe blue and yellow. On a Friday night, you know, go with the family, grab some some snacks at the local convenience store. You go through, and hopefully, the latest release is there, and you'd grab one from behind the the rest of them. And then this little company called Netflix came along, came out of nowhere, and started saying, "You know what? Don't bother going to the store. Just let us send you through the mail a DVD, and whenever you feel like it, send it back." 
And then there was this kind of little left-hand turn in the DVD world because you could go to your grocery store and there was like a box there where you could put in your credit card and a little DVD would come out and then you'd go back and put it back whenever you went back to the grocery store. And then this thing, you know, called streaming services came along and Netflix, because they had already positioned themselves to go uh, where the market was going, uh, Blockbuster, which was a massively successful company, massively valuable, became worthless almost overnight. And I think somewhere I read that they had the opportunity to buy Netflix at one time and just sort of laughed it off. Um, and now, and so Netflix became this massive behemoth. And then, just true to, to uh, efficient markets, which is another reason why I think being an entrepreneur is amazing, is because nothing is off limits. All of a sudden, Netflix wasn't the only company in the space providing streaming services. You had companies like Amazon that decided to release their own streaming service. And then Disney, watching from behind the scenes, decided they would do it and do it right. And so now they are one of the biggest competitors uh, out there, one of the biggest market players. And they are, um, you know, they're making, they're making some real waves. And what that got me thinking about was as an entrepreneur, and again, some of the businesses that I'm involved in, or maybe the business that you have, maybe as an entrepreneur, you've just become frustrated with uh, the current state of affairs in your business, or maybe you're not getting the results you want. Maybe COVID has taken a lot of wind out of your sail and you just can't figure out how to get your feet beneath you again. Well, Netflix or Blockbuster to Netflix to Disney is an example of, in, even in my little short life here, how quickly markets can evolve. And there is no market, I think, that gets left untouched. I think that information has made it easier for entrepreneurs to see what other entrepreneurs are doing. I think that information has made it easier um, to uh, get new ideas, to discover new niches, to discover problems that no one even thought we had. There's a company out there called Roku. Roku provides the software that companies like Disney Plus uh, and Amazon Prime use to get that movie or that television show to work on your television or your electronic device, and you've probably never even heard of them. So my point is, sometimes it's worth breaking your business because someone's going to break it. Either another competitor is going to come along and do something better than, than what you do, or you're going to break your business because you're going to say to yourself, look, the market is changing. If we're not the ones making the change, then we're the ones reacting to the change happening in the marketplace. And which side of that coin do we want to be on? Disney obviously had the horsepower and the wherewithal to ride it out, to sort of see how the market was going to evolve and change before they made their move. But like a boss, once they made their move, it was a solid move. And even so much so that it probably is going to give Netflix a run for its money as well. Um, the whole game in the streaming service is you got to create content that people want to keep seeing and, and want to keep paying their monthly subscription to, to get a hold of. And Disney has a huge catalog. Netflix has been building their own catalog. Disney has a legacy brand. Netflix has sort of been building a brand. Um, and then all of the competitors in between are doing little bits of all of those things. And so sometimes it's worth breaking your business. Sometimes maybe it's not the product or service that needs to be broken, but the manner in which you deliver it needs to be broken. Movies are movies, TV shows are TV shows, but Netflix found a way to deliver it in a different way. Uh, it still showed up on your TV screen, it was still something you sat down on the couch or your favorite chair to watch, but you no longer went to the store. The manner in which it was delivered to you was you didn't go out to get it, it came to you. Not only did it come to you at first through the mail, it eventually just came straight across over the internet. 
And so now Disney Plus has capitalized on all of those early learnings that some of these other companies like Netflix in the marketplace have have um, have discovered. Um, and then the next thing you know, Disney's now giving them a run for their money. So uh, the cheese is always moving, I've heard, and it's no different when you're running a business. And today, maybe like me, you just needed to hear someone tell you, look, it's okay to do something different. You don't need to change your product or service. Maybe your product or service, or, or more to the point, your product or service solving a problem for people uh, stays exactly the same, but maybe it's the mechanism in which you deliver it. I think I've shared with you on a couple of episodes ago for one of the companies I'm involved in that's in the outdoor digital display space, uh, we've decided to change how we quote our jobs for customers. Instead of sending them an email with a PDF attachment after they fill out a form on our website and you know, not being able to see the PDF on your mobile device because more than half of the people looking at what we do do it on their phone, we decided to move that whole quoting experience onto a web page where not only can you see one price, but you can see a multitude of prices, you can see a multitude of features, you can interact with that piece of information that you wanted to. Uh, and that's changed the experience. Hasn't changed the fundamental product that we deliver to the marketplace, but it's one thing that we have decided to do to move in this direction of making sure that we can provide the best experience in a marketplace that really has no experience uh, for a customer and is incredibly fragmented across a bunch of different vendors. So again, using the same example, you want to buy a digital sign, you got most times you got to get a permit, you got to get someone to do a drawing or rendering of the site, you got to get a sign company to install it for you, you got to get an electrician to maybe make sure that the site has electricity. It's just there's so many people, you know, there's a lot of low hanging fruit there for our business and many others to take advantage of to make sure that consumers or customers or businesses or, or, or government agencies or city officials that if they need a digital display board, uh, we want to be the best place uh, for them to get it from as measured by the experience and the lack of friction involved in the experience. So breaking your business doesn't necessarily mean changing your product or service. Oftentimes, your product or service is just going to stay the same. Nothing changes that much. But how you deliver it experience you give to your customers, uh, that does change. And if you are if you are looking for opportunities, if you're trying to look, look how to, or if you're trying to re-examine how you can stir the pot and change things up, uh, because as an entrepreneur, you do want to create some value. The way you create value is by pulling together people and resources to solve a problem, and then surrounding it or wrapping it in an experience that nobody else can compete with. And that applies, I think, whether you are a one-man band or one-woman band, or whether you are Disney. Uh, those fundamental points uh, remain exactly the same. So if Disney was able to watch what its competitors were doing, enter the space, and they're absolutely killing it, if they were able to do it, and they're big, huge, bureaucratic organizations that don't move very quickly, then you, in your small or medium-sized business, can definitely do it. You're only limited by the amount of ma imagination that you have. If you provide a service to the marketplace, maybe the, the actual very specific service you offer doesn't change, but the way in which you deliver it to your customer changes. Um, so there's lots of opportunities to do that. And as I was, as I was going through this uh, press release uh, or earnings report rather, I just was so shocked and amazed because it wasn't even, shoot, I'm gonna say even two years ago, three years ago for sure, that Disney Plus even existed. And now not only do they exist, they're getting revenue that a decade ago they couldn't have even imagined getting. 
So I take great hope in that. That's something that doesn't put a stone in my shoe, but it rather inspires me because it really means that there is no business that can't decide how they want to get out in front of the pack and do something different that's going to change the marketplace. And in this particular case, again, the movies on the screens, still the same. TV shows on your screen, still the same. But the way in which it gets there, totally different. And the price that you pay to get it there, again, totally different. You're paying a monthly fee so that you can access anything that you want. Disney, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, they're getting your money every month, whether you watch or not. Versus before, every time you'd walk in and out of the store, not only did you have to pay that store with your time, you also had to take out your debit card or your cash. That's a thing of the past. Um, or your deb- your credit card and rent the movie for, you know, handful of dollars and then quickly make sure to bring it back because guess what you'd suffer? Late charges. So, you know, these old this, this old model had people, you know, renting for a period of time and then paying late fees. Netflix, Amazon, Disney, streaming services got rid of all that for one flat fee, but now they're making more money than those other brick and mortar businesses ever made. And so if that doesn't inspire you, I mean, I don't know what will. Because your business is not truly that unique. You might think it's plain Jane or it's plain vanilla. There's nothing uh, innovative or creative that you can do with it. And I would say, I'd say to you, then you're just not trying hard enough. Uh, Because the less friction, if you listen to last week's uh, episode, I believe, uh, the, 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 the less friction that people have interacting with your business and your product or your service is going to help you uh, service more customers. It's going to create some some brand equity, if you will, uh, that you can leverage into revenue and into, into other opportunities. So if you're an entrepreneur, consider breaking your business. Break uh, your margin, break your profit, break uh, your, your delivery mechanism and see what happens when you try to put it all back together. And if you're not brave enough to do that because you think you've got too much to lose, then try breaking a part of your business. Again, in real time, I did it a month and a half ago, eight weeks ago, when I decided to break how we provide quotes to customers. You know, it was a little clunky and it was a little, little uh, wasn't as smooth as I'd hoped for, but guess what? Here I am eight weeks later and it's working just fine. Now, not only is it in place, but now it's given us a platform from which we can stack a whole bunch of other customer experience um, um, points into. And I think it's going to make a big difference in our business. And so you certainly can do it. You're only limited by your imagination. And in these very difficult times that the market is in, this is the time to consider doing these things because that's what's going to help your business to survive and thrive when every other business is looking to close their doors and fade into the background. So again, don't be limited by your imagination. If you yourself can't come up with these ideas, then spend time reading about what other businesses are doing or guess what? Reach out to me. Send me a note. Um, Have a coffee with me. I'm meeting uh, a fellow this week who's got a a payments uh, business and is just looking, you know, for a little bit of inspiration, just needs to hear someone else talk about his business or ask him questions so that he can figure out how to kind of dislodge himself from this moment that he's stuck in right now. So hopefully that was valuable. Hopefully that was worth spending um, a couple of minutes listening to. Maybe it was the shot in the arm that you needed uh, to get yourself moving again in your business. Thank you for tuning in. If you found that this was valuable, please make sure to like it or share it or subscribe or rate it or tell someone about it or send me a text. Um, Because when you do all of those things, uh, these episodes find a way of getting into the hands of other entrepreneurs that could probably benefit from some of the stuff that I talk about. So thanks for tuning in and uh, hopefully you'll download next week's episode as well.